0: Get ready to unleash your inner legal mastermind and embark on an exhilarating legal adventure. Welcome to the Legal Odyssey podcast, where we dive deep into the world of law and bring you face-to-face with the sharpest legal minds in America. I am thrilled to be your guide on this wild ride as we uncover the hidden secrets of the legal elite. curious listeners to another episode of The Legal Odyssey. I am your host, Haley, and today we are diving deep into the intricate world of estate planning. This is not our first or our last interview with an estate planning attorney. And why? Because understanding the nuances of estate planning and probate can save you from navigating through murky waters when the unexpected does happen. Our guest joins us from the beautiful city of Arcadia, California, none the other than Mark Abel, owner, founder, and attorney of the Law Offices of Mark Abel. Thank you so much for being here with us today, Mark.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Ailey. appreciate it.
0: Of course. And so you specialize in estate planning, and Mark is going to be here today to help demystify probate and just share some valuable, valuable steps that we can take to avoid it. So let's start with just getting to know a little bit more about you, Mark. So, why did you decide to become an attorney?
1: Sure. So I majored in philosophy in undergrad, and uh, there's not a high demand or job market for philosophy uh, philosophers, I guess, uh, in the modern age. It seems like so, um, but you know, throughout that, you do you do read a lot about um, principles like justice and uh, things like that, and so. uh, Along the way, I was also reading about a bunch of uh, what I felt were like great pe- individuals of the past and great leaders and founders of the country and things like that. And a lot of them had a legal education. So um, I basically, at that point in time, talked to a bunch of advisors, in my undergrad, and they said, you know, philosophy is actually a really good degree to set you up properly for law school because you study a lot of logic and things like that. So I just went ahead and applied. And, um, Went to Southwestern Law School. uh, Very glad that I did.
0: Interesting path into finding your way into becoming an attorney because it doesn't sound like at least you knew all along that's what you wanted. But as you discovered more, as you developed more of your knowledge, you realized that maybe an attorney is where where you should be.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know that's exactly (laughs) right.
0: I love it. So, what made you choose to focus then on estate planning as your firm's practice area?
1: So I took an a uh, law school course uh, in estate planning and a practicum in estate planning as well, and I really enjoyed it. And so when I started out uh, afterwards, um, I just gradually started doing a few new estate plans, starting with myself, starting with my family, kind of going from there, and then eventually specializing more and more into it and becoming more focused on it.
0: And so as you kind of built out your practice, the law offices of Mark Abel, What principles started to guide you? Uh,
1: Well, that's a great question. So uh, I'm trying to become basically continually improving my craft, honing my skills. um, And the skills primarily are uh, what we call drafting in the legal world. So just becoming more and more precise on the wording that I use and just becoming more and more efficient and continuing to build on the skills that I do have um so basically that's been a just kind of a constant uh, improvement towards becoming a better and better estate planner
0: which is so important and i think kind of ties into some of the information we're gonna dive into later because that attention to detail when it comes to estate plans is so so critical. And having an attorney by your side that's constantly developing their knowledge and education of the estate plans and how to change up the language to make sure everything works in the best interest of the individual creating it um, is is special. (laughs) Very special. And so that kind of leads us right into the talk of more estate planning. What do you think is really the biggest challenge that's holding people back when they are considering hiring an estate planning attorney?
1: After having done this for a while, I honestly think it's more of an emotional um, issue and maybe a fear of confronting one's mortality or death and planning for situations that you hope to never have occur. Um, so we get a lot of people where it's like, you know, we're going on a big vacation and they realize they're going to fly or something like that, which even statistically is very safe. Right. But they think that what if something happens, I got to make sure that everything's taken care of before I leave. Um, so just events like that, I think is probably the primary, um, issue that's holding people back, but it, it really shouldn't. Um, I think it's better to kind of address those concerns and needs so that way. You prevent the, you know, issue of having your estate go sideways or something that you did not intend to occur.
0: Right. Or even leaving, you know, loved ones completely lost, confused in what to do with your estate because there's no direction. Um, I think that's such a great point as well, because we don't stop and think about like, okay, yeah, we know what's going to happen. What what are we doing tomorrow? What are we doing this weekend? But we don't ever stop and think that, you know, what what if tomorrow doesn't come? What if this weekend doesn't come? I need a plan put in place for my estate to ensure that, like you said, everything's taken care of in the way I would want it to.
1: Yeah. And I think part of the perspective too would be from that you, Most of the time, it's like you love your family and you want them to have what's best. And so you want to prevent them from having to go through a painful, drawn out process when they've lost someone that they love and care about. And so it's better to just deal with it out of a place of love for your family, I think, than a fear of confronting the unknown.
0: You think about when, you know, you're going through that time, you've lost somebody, it is so emotional. And then to have to worry about really big, important decisions like that as well can be very, very stressful. Um, so I love the thought of just let's take care of the, the beneficiaries, <laughs> the, the loved ones behind us, and make sure that they know how how to get through this next period. So one thing that can happen if an estate plan is not properly put together is you can fall into probate proceedings. Let's back up for really quick and just talk about what is probate and explain that to our audience.
1: Sure. So in the simplest terms, essentially the, the governing bodies have determined that it doesn't make any sense to have property sitting and wasting away in the name of a person that's passed away. So they've created a process to transfer property from an individual that's passed away onto their heirs at law and that's essentially probate. It's just a one-size-fits-all estate plan that the legislature has created for everybody.
0: And so when does probate occur? Does it always occur when you lose a loved one?
1: So there's a few different instances. So The probate is kind of a general term, and we have what we would consider basically what's commonly referred to as a probate court, but it's really just a superior court for the state of California, and they hear primarily what they consider probate cases. And there's a few different types of cases that are commonly heard. So one would be when an individual passes away, and that is what most people most commonly think of when they have a probate. But a lot of people don't know that the probate court also hears what we would call conservatorship cases, which is where you have a minor that needs someone to take care of them, maybe because their parents have passed away or there's some issue there. And then also they hear what are called uh, conservatorship cases where the person is still alive, but maybe they have some type of capacity where they require someone else to take care of them. So for instance, it may be like a Onset of dementia or Alzheimer's or something of that nature.
0: Okay, that helps clear up a lot of the questions around probate. And so, when you have an estate planning attorney and you're building out an estate plan, how can that help with the probate court?
1: So, we can do a lot of things. Essentially, when you go to see an estate planning attorney, we can draft custom documents to essentially assist with the larger vision of what you want to, ha- what, or what the client rather wants to have happen. So oftentimes that is avoiding probate completely. And so we're able to draft a set of documents that would allow them to avoid going to court at all. And doing essentially what we would call a trust administration, which is done privately in an attorney's office. Um, other times, people would want to avoid situations where they would have to go seek a conservatorship or something of that nature. So, there's additional documents that can be set up um, regarding, you know, basically whatever the client's needs are.
0: If you do have to go through the full probate court, if you do have to go through guardianship or conservatorship, how long can these proceedings and cases last before you're able to finally relax?
1: <laughs> well, so um, it does vary widely, um, and I would probably group them into two different types of classes. One would basically be an un- what I would consider an uncontested proceeding, which is where you don't have any individuals really fighting about everything. Everyone's pretty much on the same page, and those can go rather smoothly. The second category of cases that I would classify would is uh, contested hearings and those can be contentious and they can take a long time. Um, I'm currently working on a case we filed in 2018 that's the ongoing. Now obviously COVID played a role in that um, delay, but I mean it can last several years.
0: That's so interesting to hear. And If you do properly put together an estate plan with an estate planning attorney that can look through and make sure all of the details are in there, can that help speed up the process and avoid some of the lengthy hearings and everything?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because if you do an estate plan and you're doing, uh, if you set up like some sort of trust and you're administering the trust, it's done privately. Um, And so you would hire maybe a private professional fiduciary, or you would have the guidance of an attorney, um, or you would have an individual administering the trust on your behalf. And so that is really just based on the timeline of how busy that individual is and how quickly they can go and execute the actions that need to be taken. And so you can really condense that timeline down significantly.
0: You mentioned how, you know, sometimes there's going to be contested or uncontested situations. Is it less likely, should you have, if you do get the estate plan, you know, properly built out with an attorney, is it less likely to end up having the contested situations?
1: Um, So I I would think in theory, yes, because in most estate planning documents that are going to be drafted, uh, you're going to include what uh, is commonly referred to as a no contest clause. And the gist of that really says that the client has uh, created these set of documents and they intend them to be their disposition of their property upon their passing. And that if anybody decides to challenge the validity of those documents in a court, either through uh, alleging that it was created by fraud, undue influence, duress, or something of that nature, that they would essentially be cut out from receiving anything, oftentimes as if they had predeceased the individual that created the estate plan. And so we use that as kind of uh, threatening language that um, disincentivizes them to seek to challenge the documents, because if they do, then they would be cut out of their inheritance entirely. In practicality, you can sit down in the probate court and there's a large number of cases that are contested and so it really does depend on each specific instance and each specific circumstance which would have to be analyzed on a case by case basis but i think probably on a whole that yes if it, if you do have a properly executed estate plan it is going to head off a lot of the contentiousness and uh, later issues that may or may not arise
0: i just think that's such a key point in all of this because it's it's like you said very common to see the Contentious situations. It's very common for their, for people to, you know, fight against whatever has been put in the plans, and so or even just fight against whatever, however things should be divided, how property is going to be handed down, and so to think of again, think of your loved ones and think of the relationships that are existing, and how properly planning can help maintain those relationships far past when you're here because you know many of us have our grandmas and grandpas and our loved ones that are holding us all together right? right that are keeping our family full of love that are keeping us connected and when we lose them keeping the connection in itself can be difficult let alone having to deal with contentious situations fighting trying to argue and get different things whereas if the individual whose property it was can say, this is what goes here. This is what goes there. And with the proper estate planning attorney, there's no, you cannot contest this, (laughs) Um, I think is so important for those relationships. So I'm really glad we, we kind of called that out. So what I <laughs> I went to go say, you know, what are some of the biggest reasons that people avoid probate? But I think that's exactly what we just covered, right? It's avoiding hurting your loved ones. It's avoiding putting your loved ones through years or if not months or what any time period of really emotional distress and difficulty.
1: Yeah, I think because in its simplest terms, essentially a probate is uh Lawsuit, right? Because you have to go to court, um, and there's a few different pain points that come along with that. Uh, one is the financial aspect of it, right? So the estate is going to have to pay uh, executors' fees or administrators' fees, and as well as attorneys' fees and uh, filing fees to the court. Um, there's a time uh, pain point to that, which means that you know you're basically at the mercy of the calendaring system of the probate code Um, and you know there's also some people are concerned about kind of the uh, loss of privacy that comes along with that because when you are administering a probate you don't realize that you know you have to publish notice in the newspaper and that you're having a lot of these hearings in open court which means that anybody can walk into the open into the courtroom to listen in But also now it's uh, a lot of these hearings are on Zoom. So a lot of people can just, you know, listen in on Zoom as well. So there's a few different issues that'll come along with that.
0: Those are such important detailed issues of, again, things we want to avoid. And why getting an estate planning attorney on your side to help get everything planned out (laughs) is going to be in everyone's best interest. So before I let you go, Mark... As an estate planning attorney in Arcadia, California, if you had to give one piece of advice for our listeners, what would that be?
1: I would probably suggest that um, if you don't have an estate plan or if you're worried about an estate plan that was implemented about whether it needs to be updated or changes need to be made to it, I would suggest that people just go ahead and reach out to an estate planning attorney because a lot of them will offer a free consultation or a free review. And it doesn't help to, or it doesn't hurt rather, to at least just get an opinion on something. So that way you know what you're dealing with so you can make a well informed decision.
0: Perfect advice and perfect for our audience because we are all about empowering ourselves to ensure that we are making the best decisions that we can. I thank you so much for sharing all of your wisdom and your expertise with us today, Mark. Your insights have been invaluable.
1: Thank you very much for having me really appreciate it
0: thank you of course and thank you to our listeners for being here remember to subscribe to our channel the legal odyssey and always remember that this podcast is not legal advice but it is a captivating exploration of the secrets that will have you feeling confident in each life change stay tuned for another enlightening episode of the legal odyssey until next time stay legally empowered